Welcome to a brand new episode of the Business Coaching for Artists podcast with me, your host, Susanna. I'm a vocalist and top-line writer with over 16 years experience in the music industry and the past couple years it has become my mission to help talented artists build a sustainable music business that fits their values and the career and lifestyle they want to create. Welcome to 2022. I hope you had an amazing holiday season with friends and family, um, despite us still being um, in a pandemic. I think last year around this time, we were all very hopeful that 2021 would things would slowly go back to normal between brackets. Um, Unfortunately, life is full of surprises, sometimes unpleasant ones, and we're still in the middle of a pandemic. But nonetheless, I hope you've been able to spend quality time with friends and family and that all of you are still happy and healthy and thriving. Now, my 2021 ended on a high note because... As you may or may not know, I am a vocalist in the trans music scene and Armin van Buren is one of the most famous um, trans DJs in the world. And I have had the honor not only of working with him on music, he also has a radio show called A State of Trance, which is probably the most important radio station for trans artists um, and every year at the end of the year the listeners of a state of trends get to vote for their top five favorite songs and this then leads to a top 50 that they broadcast in december right before christmas time and i had the honor of having two of my songs in, end up in the top 50 at number 40 and at number 16. So I was invited by Armin and the State of Trends crew to come to the studio to celebrate the occasion, the top 50, to do the countdown together with them. Um, I also gave two small interviews on air. So that was a really nice way to end a very release-filled year. At the start of last year, I really I really set out to write and record and release more music than I had done in previous years. And I can honestly say that I managed to achieve that goal and having two tracks in the uh, State of Trends Top 50 was just like the cherry on top. And talking of highlights, in a recent interview with this is Our House, which is a Dutch website about dance music. Um, they asked me, what do you consider your biggest success of 2021? And that is kind of a hard question to answer, thankfully, because that means that a lot of great things happened for me uh, last year. For example, that my track with Armin van Buren from 2004, really long time ago, called Shivers, was voted number one track in the State of Trends 
there you have that radio show again from Armin in the Estate of Trends top 1000, meaning that people have voted for that track that we made as their favorite, all-time favorite track to ever have been played on Estate of Trends, which of course was such a big, big honor and I was speechless last January when they announced the results so that was definitely highlight a highlight besides what I just mentioned releasing twice as much new music as in previous years including a collected works album called Susanna Vocal Trends Rewind which we also um, produced we also had physical copies of that album which I sold via my online shop. This was on a shop and albums were ordered by fans all over the world. So another thing that I'm really grateful for, for and definitely highlight, another collaboration with Armin van Buren. So that was a tough question. There were a lot of highlights to choose from, but I really felt in answering that question, I really felt that the most meaningful success for me last year was the fact that I released my first single as an independent artist on my own label Sousa Records because you may not know this but for the past 17 years that I have been doing this I have only released on labels and last year I made the decision to finally um give a shot at releasing music as an independent artist, releasing music on my own terms. And I just felt that that was something very empowering and rewarding. It was something very fulfilling about releasing music by myself um, on my own terms. And yeah, building my own muscle, building, starting to build my independent empire, if you will. And I really felt like that release was kind of the culmination of everything I have learned so far in my career. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode. I want to talk about and share with you why I decided to do this, to start my own label and release as an independent artist after releasing only through labels the past 17 years. And the fact that I only released on labels for that long wasn't really a conscious decision. It's just kind of how things unfolded 17 years ago when I first started out. And I never had any real reason to decide otherwise. So why, after all this time, did I finally take this step in 2021? Well, it was really a combination of factors. To be honest, the thought has crossed my mind multiple times in recent years. But last year, a few things came together. And that's when all of a sudden I just felt like, okay, this is the time to go for it. First of all, I have built myself a large and very loyal fan base through the years and I can promote my music to them directly. I do that on a daily basis without necessarily needing a record label. Sometimes, depending on which label I release with, sometimes I feel like 
I get better results promoting it myself than they do with their social media, at least. And, you know, back in the day before the digital and social media revolution, the only means of promotion that artists had was through traditional press, television and mainstream uh, radio. And you needed a record label to get access to those channels. But the Internet has really empowered us artists and it's now possible to build a successful career without the need of such third parties. Besides that, a couple of years ago, I also found out or realized that all I need really to get my music out there onto the official channels such as Spotify and Beatport and iTunes is to have a distributor or otherwise known as an aggregator. And there are many of those, many different ones of those for independent artists. And the investment really is quite low. So in that sense, it's a working with a distributor is kind of a low risk thing to do. And besides that, because of the pandemic, a few of my very sweet fans donated money to me through PayPal. And I knew that I wanted to invest those donations back into my music. And it was really a nice budget for me to start my own label with. So, um, oh, and I forgot to mention, more importantly, over the course of the past six years or so, I have been really making a conscious effort to embrace myself as a creative entrepreneur instead of just, between brackets, an artist, and to think and act like the CEO of a successful music business. And I believe that being a CEO of a successful music business requires me to ask myself regularly, how can I improve my business? Is the way that I have been doing things still the best thing for me and for my music business? I feel I really owe it to myself and my business to always be open to opportunities that will allow me to increase my impact and my income and to investigate those opportunities. And the thing is, record labels do take quite a large percentage from the royalty income. So after realizing that a lot of what the labels that I have released on do are things that I can do myself as well, it only made sense for me to go for it and see what would happen. So I used that money from the donations to start my own label and release a single as an independent artist. I also thought, you know, if I would donate money to an artist, I think I would like the idea that to know that the, that the artist that I donated money to is using that money to build something for themselves and um, to then give back to their fans with even more music. So yeah, I really lo- went into this looking at it as an experiment. Because let me be clear, I have nothing against labels. 
They come in many shapes and sizes. Major labels, indie labels, independent labels, small labels, big labels. And as with any industry, some will be great, some will be bad. And if it's the right fit, a record label can really be, I think, an amazing boost for your career and help you to be able to focus on the music side of things while they handle all the marketing and (laughs) that stuff. But for me, as the CEO of my music business, I felt it made sense for me to try it out, basically. To investigate if maybe releasing independently is a better option for me. And not just income-wise, but also how much work is actually involved. Does this business model, because in fact it is a business model, align with who I am and how I want to spend my days? Does it fit the career and the lifestyle that I aspire to have? All of which are questions that I am hoping to be able to answer further down the line. Because it's only been like two and a half months since that first release on Sousa Records. It's called A Promise I Can't Keep. You can find it on Spotify. (laughs) Um, it was only, it's only been two and a half months since that single was released. So it's a bit too soon to be able to answer those questions yet. And I also haven't received any statements yet from my distributor, which I will need obviously to be able to understand the financial side of things. But I can already say that I am already very happy with the response that the release has had. It received... 10,000 plays on YouTube within the first week or 10 days or something. Armin van Buren and a few other well-known DJs in the trans scene supported the release on their radio show. Um, It reached number 33, I believe, 33, on the Beatport trans chart and currently has around 20,000 streams on Spotify alone. So I am definitely optimistic these results, I, I, obviously I didn't really know what to expect, but uh, these results and that support that I have received also from colleagues in the trend scene did really exceed my expectations. So I'm definitely optimistic. And while I will keep releasing on labels, it is also my intention to release more music on Sousa Records as well in the near future, because My experiment has not ended yet. (laughs) Um, Now, as I said, it's only been a few months, um, but this journey has already given me some very interesting insights on, or preliminary insights, maybe I should say, on the pros and cons of releasing as an independent artist versus releasing on a label. And that's what I'm going to talk about more in the next episode. So this is like a mini, mini series <laughs> about the differences uh, about releasing as an independent artist versus uh, on a record label. Now, before I wrap up this episode, I want to bring your attention to my new ebook. It's called 10 Tips to Stop Overcomplicating Your Music Business and unlock the breakthroughs you desire. You can download it for free, and it's especially relevant for you if you often feel like you have to be 
everywhere and be on top of everything in order to reach the success you desire. If you tend to stretch yourself too thin and say yes to everything because you fear missing out on a game-changing opportunity, or if you simply feel like more growth is possible for your music business, but you're not sure what to do to get there. You can download the ebook via the link in the show notes or go to www.susannavocalist.com forward slash 10 tips. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, then first of all, I recommend (laughs) checking in for the next episode in which I'll discuss more in depth the pros and cons of releasing as an independent artist versus with a label. Um, the follow-up basically to today's episode. And besides that, it would mean a lot to me if you can support the podcast, either by leaving a review on iTunes, sharing it on your stories, or sending a link to your musician friends and colleagues who you feel might enjoy the episode as well. And if you haven't yet, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app and turn on the notification bell. Because this way, you'll never miss an episode. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I wish you a great week. And I'm looking forward to welcome you at the next episode.